0: So we are live for the first time since, I believe, July of
1: 1927.
0: Yeah, yeah. we did an interview back in July in 2020, and I don't really remember. We, we had one of your friends on, but that was the oh, last yeah. thing we did before the one, or excuse me, after our podcast in March where I had to edit out, making fun of the coronavirus because it was just in Italy at that point, and we thought it was it wasn't a big thing. And then, We really
1: thought we were going to get away with it, guys.
0: And we were wrong. Boy, weren't we wrong, weren't we?
1: There's no way you could have told me, no, 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 this is what life's going to be like. <laughs> They're going to want you to wear not one mask, but four. I would have been like, you're out of your damn mind. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, so this is the world we're in. So let's just pretend we didn't do that mid-range podcast and we just did the March podcast. Um yeah. What's changed for you, Carly, since we've spoken back uh, almost 12 months ago?
1: I mean, I think if I had to narrow it down to one thing, probably my dignity. (laughs) um, That would have been the first thing to go because this whole working from home and on occasion kids staying home and having my husband attempt to work from home all at once, I think that was the first thing to go. It was don't. It doesn't matter what you're wearing, what you look like, as long as you're making it to the next day. So it was just surviving.
0: But you had a little fitness routine, didn't you?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it looks for like a reminder. In, we're
0: not well. We're not in person, but you're looking good. You 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 you've been sticking to it.
1: I think that I've finally gotten to so I learned the trick. So I have steadily stayed with like my working out or whatever you want to call it, like just basically human movement that normal people have, but, uh, a majority of us don't actually do. And it's, it's been interesting. You get a lot more self-aware of just how fat you really are. And you go to sit down when you start to lose weight and you're like, wow, that's what that's supposed to look like. That This is how God intended it to be. So, yeah, I mean, I've really just gone places and uh, really see how things are shaping up.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I, I'm probably one of the few human beings that actually lost weight during the pandemic just from stress, anxiety, and the fact that I don't eat that much, but...
1: How many volleyballs did you decorate and talk to during quarantine? I feel like that that would be your go-to.
0: If we didn't have kids, that would have happened. But with kids during quarantine, about five months straight of it, they keep you busy. And then wine keeps you busy at night. you know, you got to catch up with all the emails. You're doing stuff. You're talking. You're lowering the heart rate a touch so you have a little bit of wine. And, uh, yeah, that was our quarantine. I think the big change in our life was... Obviously from a business aspect, but before that, it was, there were some silver linings, so to speak, like, you know, there's some, some good things that had come out of the, the nastiness of it. Uh, most of it having to do with our children and seeing like milestones, Amelia's first steps, that kind of stuff um, that we would have missed because we were working 24 seven. But the November, December slash halfway through January of this year was insane from a business aspect um trying to manage all of that while attempting to be a parent when you're working at the shop all the whole time and basically when you are on the weekends you're a single parent, so to speak, because you one person's at the shop, the other person's not. And if you're listening to this and you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, the candle I was
1: gonna say, let me yeah, I'll elaborate for people that don't understand The sponsor, continually, of this podcast is brought to you by The Candle Pour, located in Hyde Park in Tampa, Florida. Come make your own sense and get all the smells.
0: Yeah, custom candle experience. But it was a lot of work. Uh, We went from having about 10 people down to, I'll call it three and a half, because it was Misty and I, and then we'd have some uh, employees that could kind of sneak in. So just a lot that went on with us, but um, I would say fitness was not part of it. A lot, of, a lot of my life is kind of just on my feet anyway, so maybe that's my getting my steps in. I
1: Yeah, I think that's where the difference came in because if I was normally traveling for work or going into the office occasionally, I would be on my feet going to see clients. Um, like there would be a lot more activity. So when you're just home in front of the computer, for me it was like, okay, if I don't get this stress out somehow, I will burn the house down, have a homicide, and there will be a Netflix docu-series. And then they'll just find all the evidence. Whereas in your case, you were already running around. So you not only had emotional exhaustion, but you had physical exhaustion. And I think, honestly, you'd be surprised. I've talked to people in different industries right now that say from December and January till now, the reason it's been so crazy is people are trying to basically pick up from COVID. They're trying to get the numbers in. And they're trying to go even faster to make that catch up. So, I mean, I understand. It's. I, I, think, I think we're getting back into like a baseline, which should be good. And hopefully I have less homicides because of stress, because of parents that have children and have to work.
0: You realize you may have just jinxed us because about a year ago we said something, you know, it'll be okay. And then now you just said that again. And
1: all right. Well, you know, what? we're not editing this one. We're you're, posting it. You're, you're
0: scaring it. me now. We're not.
1: No more. <laughs> it's happening. I'm, you know what? My real job. I should just pay people. Um,
0: you got a promotion, s- didn't you?
1: Psychic readings. Yeah. So I um, won't go into too much of what I do because no one understands it anyway. So there's no point. My dad thinks I'm a physical therapist. I never have once ever been a physical therapist in my life. So that'll tell you a lot. Um, but I am now a part of the national sales team. There are only a few of us. I am the youngest one, and that was like—I mean, that was pretty exciting, at least for myself. You know, to to be somebody in an industry where the average age is at least twenty years older than you. Um, there's a lot of pressure from the standpoint that, like I just said, you know how we're catching up from COVID in January. You need to go like mock two there's a lot of pressure on my shoulders to be like, okay, well, my company made the right decision. And you know, as well as I do, that during COVID, a ton of people were looking for work. And so given this opportunity, I have kind of gone back to working all day, putting the kids to bed and working at night because I feel like, you know, you're kind of like the same business-minded person like I am. Like you have to prove yourself. Not It's not just doing the best. It's like you want to kill it. So I have been really you know, busting my ass so that I know that I can like show my capabilities. And so they'll be like, Oh damn, you know, Carly, she already knows and she can do this. So super excited, tons of added stress, but I think it's good stress. Um, and normally I'd be traveling, but not so much right now. So I have a few things coming up. Oh, I started taking golf lessons. There you go. I almost texted you and was like, come golf with me. And by golf, I mean, watch me hit the ball.
0: Well, Misty's birthday present was custom golf clubs, which we still haven't been able to get. Um, but we want to start doing that. So now now that we're kind of getting light at the end of the tunnel, maybe like a Monday, Tuesday morning ritual is to go out and play 9 or 18. Um, okay,
1: I fully expect, and I hope everybody listening calls you out, Guys, if he doesn't invite me to the golf outings, I want you to throw eggs at his house. Because I need to go. I need to go. I have, I'm taking like the like accuracy lessons or whatever. But the whole thing with golf is if you don't play, you suck. You could be the best. But if you don't go out and actually do it, you stink. And I really need it because that's how you do more work and get people out. Even during COVID, they feel more comfortable outside Um, and also I may or may not be signed up for a tournament, um, next week.
0: And that's aggressive. Right? Do you, so you don't. It's a
1: scramble. So I just, I just have to be the the least worst.
0: Yeah. But do you, do you just do the driving range or do you, uh, go out and actually play?
1: So I have played two times in my life.
0: Yeah. So the big difference is a driving range, you know, you, you, shank one. It's like, Oh, let me, let me, let me try that again. When you're on the yeah. course and it gets a little bit off and the next thing you know, you have a bad lie for the next shot. And the next thing you know, it's in the sand. So it's like a, basically your job during that scramble is going to be swing easy, try to hit it somewhere down the middle. And literally if everyone else freaking pulls and pushes all into the outside and yours is in the middle, that's he's your ball. So, so
1: that's my question with a scramble if my, like, we all tee off or whatever, and my ball is the best one, can you pitch hit, and can somebody hit my ball, or do I have to hit my ball?
0: Oh, God. Now I'm questioning myself. I believe with the scramble, let's see. That's I'm best, hoping best, best ball, right? Hit.
1: Yeah, it's best ball. Yeah, so, so, then, like,
0: so then everyone takes a shot from where your ball is.
1: Oh,
0: that's what I thought, but I could be wrong. Hey, listeners, hey, listeners out there, please correct us. We're both not golfers, so you can obviously just chime in and show how how just smart you are in this golf yeah. world. But and we, we won't really be offended. need
1: feedback because I'm not trying to look like a gorilla on the golf course.
0: Misty's actually pretty dang good, not going to lie.
1: Okay, so I can't wait. So maybe we could just go like whatever the next day is we could go.
0: Yeah, yeah. We... um The place to get custom clubs, I believe, is like going towards Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Jesus, Orlando. Um,
1: No, I've already got clubs.
0: Yeah, well, we have them. I just figured, A, I I just wanted to get her something that she'd use, and B, custom clubs. Like right now, I use Cindy LaCrosse's clubs. Which is good juju. because Yeah, it's good juju. She won a Big East Championship in it, but... I'm about six inches taller than her, so I would imagine if I had clubs that fit uh, me, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not blaming the clubs by any means. I'm just I'm saying, blaming your height, right. you're a giraffe. <laughs> yeah. Stop
1: complaining, and I'm you not don't that make tall. giraffe Clubs,
0: but I'm just saying, maybe it would be a little bit more intuitive if the clubs were correct. Um, and I could be completely wrong, Cindy. If you're listening, correct me. I'm okay with that.
1: You should use. We've got two old pairs of clubs from Will's dad, and he's probably as tall as you, so you can use those and see if they feel better.
0: I don't. I don't need baggered advance clubs. I need. I need the, the good stuff.
1: Listen, this isn't 1942, Rich. He has played. <laughs> when he plays, he's like serious. So I'm afraid to be like, "Hey, can we go golf?" Yeah, and he just laughs in my face. You just, okay, tight, but. On another level, have you watched the show Bridgerton? No. Okay. First of all, don't give me that disgusted
0: look. Well, there's just so much to watch now, and I've never heard. What is it on is the first question, then we'll go from there. What platform? So
1: Bridgerton is Netflix. Netflix. And everybody, when I first asked, I was like, well, what is it about? Am I even going to like it? I thought it was going to be slow, British and just extra tea and crumpets but when I talked to people they were like oh my god it's like a porno and I was like okay wait I'm sorry what
0: is this the one so you're go, saying I'm gonna like
1: yeah no there's another one um and but it's oh not god. actually that Once I don't want to
0: awkwardly watch it and Misty come watch, walking in what are you watching and I'm like Briggerton. did I say it right no
1: yeah, bridge or oh, tin.
0: I said break or Bridge or Okay. But keep going. Porn. Keep so going.
1: You would add, it's not really porn, though. There's like some scenes that you don't want to watch with your kids, but it reminds me of like uh, debutantes and Game of Thrones if they were mixed together because the show ended up actually being funny. Um, the guys in it, I think, are hilarious. And there's just a lot more to the show than people give it credit for. But it's going to have a season two, so it's actually worth it. But there's this other show that I think you will love. All right. Will you give Bridgerton a thumbs down? But but no, I,
0: I'm, I'm just saying I love when things end. I watched that, that one show, uh, Queen's Gambit. That's like the only series Ooh. I've watched ever because it ended. It was like a long movie. And then they're not yeah. like, oh, and then you're going to learn some crazy backstory. I, I, I just want I want the show to end and find another show. I can't stand when there's all these backstories on backstories on backstories. I just don't care that much about the characters. Like, Misty still mm. watches This Is Us, and I'm so confused on all these backstories now. And it's just like, okay, this is bullshit. Everything's random. I just random. told
1: somebody the other day about This Is Us. It's like, if you can't afford therapy, just watch This Is Us because you will just be crying and in a fetal position within 30 minutes and not know why. And it's a good refresher.
0: But the first maybe uh, season and a half, it was like that. And then I got to the point point. I'm like, okay, I get it. Well, they, like, have
1: nothing, they have nothing else to do.
0: So they just dig they up people and, and then episodes. they do backstories on those people. And you're like, I, I just, I'm done. But anyways, keep yeah. going. Number two.
1: Okay. So this other show, I've, there's only on Netflix, they only released one actual season. But it was on, but it's like on, I think it's like 16th season or something ridiculous. And I think it was on the History Channel originally. And it's called Alone. It oh my god, this is you will love this. So I even got Will onto it. It's basically a modern day version of Survivor, but with people that actually have survivor skills, survival skills. They give them a tripod and they take them like via helicopter. This one was in, like, North Canada, like in the Arctic. They drop these MFers off, and they're like, see you when we see you. Whoever lasts the longest gets a million bucks.
0: But they have clothes on. They're not naked and afraid.
1: They're allowed to... No, no. Ew. They're allowed to take, like, uh, ten items, but... It's funny because these people actually kind of know what they're doing. So it's like these hunters that know how to track people, people that have just lived in the boonies their whole life, um, people that are weird as hell and it's hilarious. Some of the stuff I had to like cover up because they were like skinning a squirrel and I just was not having it. But it was great.
0: What 10 things would you bring? Go.
1: Nothing that would be useful. That's what I'm saying. I would be like,
0: a pizza oven. um,
1: No, this guy was like, I've got a pump stick. And I looked at Will and I was like, what is that?
0: Is it like a water purifier thing?
1: No, this thing, I probably even said it wrong, but you basically just, it's like a metal stick, but you scratch it against a rock and you instantly have fire. And I'm like, oh, that's convenient to own. (laughs) I would have been like, here's my stuffed animal care bear.
0: (laughs) I watched, and I watched a chocolate the, bar and Naked and Afraid where the guy had, it's like a little piece of flint or whatever they call it. And he, that was something that he got from some, from the, the producers kind of thing that he had to hold on to. And there's two of them and he freaking loses it the first day. And that's, that's how you make fire. That's how you keep mosquitoes away by causing all smoke, all kinds of stuff. And the moron, lost it. And he was like talking all this shit to the girl no, and he so loses me, it and he's, and she's just like, uh-huh. Yeah. It. Yeah.
1: So there are instances like that only it's just, there's like 10 people, but the way that they fall out, that they're just like, they have to tap out are the most God awful funniest reasons ever. Cause you're like, Oh, my money's on this guy. He's going to make it. He just made a jacket and he killed a moose. And then you see one guy who's like tracking game and all this other stuff and just the reasons they have to leave are nothing like, oh, I was attacked by a bear. Yeah. One guy legit rolls his ankle. <laughs> and that's when I lost it. I was like, this is my new favorite show. I need like 25 more episodes of this. Netflix? So it's on Netflix. It's okay. called Alone. Alone. It's definitely, even if you're working from home, to put it on in the background. Hilarious! You will thank me later. Um, Speaking of being alone, though, you don't want to be alone on Valentine's Day. And I wanted to see what you thought of about Valentine's Day gifts.
0: There's there's two sides to that coin. There's obviously the candle pour side where I'm like, oh, having a wonderful experience with your spouse or your significant other and come in and create candles and make memories. The other side of it. Forget is,
1: memories, a candle smells good, and you can use it, so that's why I'd be like, a candle's a great idea,
0: yeah, yeah, no, 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 it it's definitely um definitely something where I believe your sister said it, and to do something that's an experience or enjoy time rather than yeah. things, but but things is also something that's nice to know about and have in handy when you can't potentially give as much time as you want, so. Um, again, for me and myself and Misty, we don't necessarily even really celebrate Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah.
0: We kind of just write that one off, even though we kind of don't. Like you do, and then it's like you still got to get something. You still got to have some form of affection that day or else it's like, did they forget about me? It's like, no, I didn't. I'll give them a smooch. I'll give them a smoochy but That's about it. I got
1: stuff for the kids, though. It's really cute. Yeah,
0: see, now, kids, you get them something I love cute. I that. I should have thought about that. We still have time. Um, the kids yeah. is fun, but when it comes, comes to, like, the pressure <laughs> to do a dinner and then flowers and chocolate, it, it almost becomes more of a marketing day than an actual affection day. So, in my opinion, if you're going to show affection for someone, A, do it every day, but B, if it's going to be on Valentine's Day, um Come up with something, man. Like if you want to do experience, yeah, candle pour is a great experience. But if you want to do something where you literally just spend time away from your phones, away from everything, and you actually are like paying attention to your spouse or your significant other, I think that would be more valuable than 99% of things. And again, I'm going to keep going back to the candle pour. When you're doing all that, you can't be on your phone. You you get at least 45 minutes to have like raw time with somebody and that was You hear that,
1: people? You can trap your significant other at the candle yeah. pour for Valentine's <laughs>
0: Day. No, it, it, but again, it's genius. And then after that, you go have some dinner. Um, but in the in the world of pandemics, I don't want to go have dinner with a bunch of people out. Like I, I, I much rather make some dinner. Um, you know
1: what our favorite thing to get for takeout is? I don't know if you've had it yet. In Margaritas. Tampa. Uh, okay. No, that's, Se- no. Second favorite. No. Um, Mr. and Mrs.
0: Crab. I can't because the sign freaks me out. It uh, looks it's like so
1: cute. It looks like Bikini Bottom.
0: Yeah, from that, SpongeBob. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's right next to Hooters, and I, I remember I looked up at it. I'm like, huh? I don't know if I trust that one. So well,
1: you should. We are Mr. and Mrs. Crab fan club. They basically when um, you can order you can order regular stuff, but if you get like the combos, it comes in like a low country Goyle bag. Oh, my God. I'm just going to order it for you and I'll send it to your house because the seasoning is so good.
0: Are you recommending this for Valentine's Day?
1: Oh, my God, yes.
0: So do you recommend in-home, spend? get the kids to bed and do something special? Or do you recommend yeah, getting like a sitter? Yeah, like watch a
1: movie. I mean, I, I don't – so – I'm such a Gestapo when it comes to, like, giving up my money for sitters on special occasions. So I would only do a sitter on something, like, super important. Valentine's Day, no. You can just drug your children and put them to bed early, like I do. I'm such a great parent. And then you can order takeout, and your husband can go get it because he's the best. And you can either play, like, a game, like, a little, like, Cards Against Humanity or something afterwards. Or you can watch a movie. And then I'd rather, like, you know, pay the $5.99 to watch a movie at home if you're going to rent one. Absolutely. As opposed to paying a babysitter to watch a movie at my house while my kids are
0: asleep. Yeah. Like, I'll
1: save the babysitter time for when I really, like, is clutch.
0: Casparilla. That's
1: another thing. I wasn't even going to put this on the list. Do you know that outside of my parents and my in-laws, I have, like, one go-to babysitter that I trust with my children? And... If she's busy, like, can there be a babysitter school or is somebody going to start cloning well, babysitters? They
0: have that care.com, but I'm not about letting a stranger in and just be I'm like, right, we're going back. I'm to
1: swipe right on my children's yeah. life. Like,
0: Yeah, we we have one, two beyond uh, parents, and by parents, I mean my mom, Um And you're right. If they're doing something or, or if you schedule them and let's just say something happens in their life and like, I I just can't come and some, you know, I have a headache, whatever you want to call it. That's it. You're not calling backup, you know, you don't know or random person that a friend of a friend knows because. The worst
1: is when this sounds messed up, but like when your family has events and if the other parent isn't available and I'm like, well. Nobody can watch our kids, so either one of us can go or we can't actually make the family event because we've got children and y'all don't.
0: <laughs> Which is...
1: Nothing says th- family like avoiding family.
0: Well, and a lot of it is um, that can be a good cop-out too, though. That's a good go-to. Like, oh, I couldn't get someone for the kids. Sorry. You know, and then well, you, don't, you usually, don't have to go anywhere.
1: Like, I want to go to those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that if you need a cop-out and you have children... It's a pretty easy cop out.
1: Yeah, I remember one time I was like, mm, my daughter's real sick. And somebody texted me later and was like, how is she? Completely forgot that she was sick. And was just like, yeah, she's good.
0: <laughs> it was a, one of those quick, quick little fevers that come and go, which happened, by the way. So you. Some
1: miraculous recovery. Miracles are happening. Kind of like Irvin Meyer.
0: Yeah, he's, he has a lot of things, a lot of baggage I think we don't know about, but um yeah, I think staying at home, especially on Valentine's Day is great, but you mentioned movies. Did you know, and this was during the pandemic, I don't know if they're still doing it, but you could rent out a movie theater at AMC for like 150 bucks and watch whatever movie you want by yourself. So imagine you get
1: I'm dead ass serious. If they continue that, I will do that for my birthday and invite
0: nobody. No, no, no. You could, or I'll just sit there. I'll piggyback off that. So Cinebistro starting to do the same thing. I forget what their numbers are. It's right around that. Yeah. But listen to this. You can stream something if you want. You could like literally watch Netflix in a movie theater while eating at Cinebistro and drinking. Eating drinking is going to cost you a little bit, but it's the fact that you could have you know, your family in a smaller theater, but spread apart, everyone's eating, everyone's hanging out. And I want to say it's around 200. I I could be wrong on the pricing, but it's worth a call and figuring it out because I'm all about streaming whatever the hell I want in a movie theater. That's badass. So what would you stream? Oh, I, I, I would watch freaking Shawshank Redemption or something stupid, but, um, but it gives you the ability to do something like that, which I don't know how that's legal. Like I think you'd get in trouble if Netflix knew a movie theater was streaming, but I don't know, maybe not. But, uh, yeah, mm. look into it. That'd be an amazing Valentine's day activity. They go, like, oh, we're going to go see a movie. And they're all freaked out. You walk in, it's your movie theater.
1: And then you're down on one knee and you repropose to your wife. And then there's balloons and a band. Da, 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 da. And then, Oh, you're right. That's amazing.
0: And then like, photographer in the corner. Oh, wow.
1: That was, that was, and then I slap you and say, no.
0: Yeah. And then I know
1: how this ends. I'm out of here.
0: Yeah. And then you, your Valentine's day is ruined.
1: Yeah. Go live with yourself and your kids, stupid.
0: (laughs) That was a tangent. But what do you, what do you, uh, do you recommend anything? I know I didn't really give you a good answer, but do you recommend anything specifically for someone who is struggling to find something for the significant other, for finding an event, anything for someone who is in need of Carly's help.
1: So I think if you want to go do something, one, I agree with your candle pour suggestion because everybody likes smells. And two, they have... Out. Don't listen to him. We'll we're, get you in. Just DM us. We're sold out. Um, You can go and rent an e-boat and it's, make sure it's not like super hot. But if you got a little charcuterie board and you can either just buy the stuff and make it, or there's people in Tampa that make it for you, but you could go do that. They'd be outside and it'd be so cute and pack a little cooler. Um, but don't get stupid jewelry. Like don't go to K's. Don't get something from the mall piercing pagoda.
0: Every kiss begins with K.
1: And it doesn't, it begins with smooch, so they're wrong. First of all, like nobody wants that. Your girlfriend, your wife, nobody wants it. If you want to get your wife something, it's cold outside, get her some comfy-ass socks for the house. Get her some Uggs. Does she like an activity? Get her something she can do or make or eat. If you answer yes to those, then you're genius. Or wine. That's E, basically.
0: Now, wine is food if you talk to Italians, so yeah. Yeah, So wine, have you seen the companies that – set up little picnic things by the beach and you just show up and it's all set up.
1: Yeah. Do you know how much they're making off of those?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't don't worry, I'm not planning that. Um but it's
1: obscene and I am personally offended.
0: It's just excessive. Like it's a lot. It's nice. Why do you need it's an event
1: an, planner to go have an MF picnic?
0: Yeah. And it's just like scary. It, it makes it just like Instagram worthy rather than Something that was intimate and prepared by the human being that you are
1: well, the dating thing or married off. to,
0: like it's not yeah. like it's not like it's them. It's like, hey, can I pay you to set this up? It'd be different if you showed up and it was just all messed up, you know. But it was the person; it had their personality, and it's like they tried really hard to do it. That it'd would be hilarious. Be, well, and it'd I'd be, be like, this more is meaningful. Amazing. More meaningful. Now, the other way is more Instagram ready. So maybe that's why people are doing it because that tends to be... They are. It's because really Because everything
1: creepy. now, not our generation, not the CD generation, but this generation, all of their moments and everything, all it has to do is with one click of a button to take a picture to put on Instagram. It doesn't matter if the family is upset at the event you're going to, if you even talk to those people, if you really like those friends you're with, if you even had a connection... It all has to do with one picture and all of it's fake and we live in that kind of a world and it's so sad because they're not really, people aren't going to have real friends
0: when they're older. It, so that actually brings a good segue real quick and I got to probably about five more minutes here, but that brings a good segue to yeah. I think, I think social media is the cigarettes of our generation.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Because we all think it's okay. People make excuses because it has these benefits. But I think the mental health aspect of social media is going to be the cigarettes of our generation, which like 20, 30 years down the road, there's going to be like truth ads that say, you know, don't do it, that kind of stuff, because it's bad for your mental health. I really do believe that because I really do believe it's bad for your mental health. You should not have to care or worry, or think about someone you met 15 years ago in college that somehow you Facebooked, and they pop up in your feed. Like, that person, back in the day, just drifted off. They just had their life. Yeah, and, and now it's like, oh, we get to see what their kids are doing. Who fucking cares? And we're yeah. worrying about political views and all this stuff. I'm telling you, social media, you heard it here yeah. first, folks, is going to be the cigarette's of our generation, but you have so many people like the Gary V's of the world who are saying, well, it's good for this and it's good for that. And they're not even thinking or even like really discussing the mental health of people who can't handle it, which I think is the mass, the mass, the, the mass of people. They really can't handle it.
1: I think it's honestly the generation above us that gets it worse because they get so involved and care and do all that. Whereas our generation, I think, there are some people that still try to keep up with the Joneses, but then like at least half of us are like have the opinion of you and I like, I don't care if Susie has a Land Rover. Have you seen her toes? They're freakishly long. I don't want any part of her life. Like I'm not going to compare myself to togers over there.
0: But in the background of our minds, constantly being shown this, I'm telling you, it, I, it's, gonna, it's, it's not a good deal. It used yeah. to be just, okay, what are you doing tonight? And you'd go on there. Oh, it was almost like a, foreseeing what people were doing back in the day. It's like, oh, they're going to here. Okay, I'm going to go there. Now it's, it's just, it's toxic. And it, yeah. it was supposed to bring people together and discuss ideas. And now it's just really toxic. So I think it started with this good idea, but now you're seeing like you, everything is like when you post something is concrete. When, you, when when I was in college and I posted something or someone tagged me in a picture of me being all messed up or whatever, it wasn't even a thought in my oh, mind. Lo-
1: I didn't, we didn't even have, we still had um, AIM chat in undergrad where like I, you put up like song lyrics oh, and you're like, I
0: BRB. That. Oh, I had that. But when And f-
1: Facebook was still like, you had to have the college yep. email, but we didn't have phones. I think I just got a Razor. Oh, which is still today one of my faves.
0: And when they put it the, on the phone, that's when you saw a big change. Because before, you go back to your dorm, you go back to your apartment, you go on your computer, you kind of just check in, maybe go through some messages, that kind of stuff. And then you were out. But now you can't detach. There's zero ways to p- detach because it's popping up on your phone. Your business is run through it. You have to make sure you're monitoring all that. Um I really think, and I'm, again, this is my personal opinion, but I really believe it is bad for people's mental health. If you saw the amount of young girls in Hyde Park taking pictures of themselves for no reason, um, just, to, just to post, that, that's not healthy. That's not healthy.
1: If you want to gauge who you should be friends with and who you shouldn't, if you go to someone's social media page and a bunch of their, their whole page is just selfies... That's like my qualifying factor. Well, yeah. That's like my number one. So if you have a bunch of selfies, uh, we got to go. Yeah. Can't be friends anymore.
0: But that's not uncommon. Um, It was always like an outward thing is what am I seeing? What am I looking at? You know, how can I show that? But when someone, let's go back to the camera when like an influencer wants something from us and I go to their page and it's just them sitting in a bunch of, in front of a bunch of different things and talking like some silly quote, it like makes me nauseous. I'm like, okay, w- what are you doing? Like, I don't people who, think who,
1: they're famous. Who people are you, really think they're famous.
0: Who are you influencing? I don't want an influencer. You know what? I want a brand ambassador. I want someone who's already excited about what we do and they help us. But let's go back to the mental health thing. When you're in Hyde Park, again, I just feel bad. These people are 15, maybe. And they sit in this one spot for 30 minutes, picture after picture after picture, posing, 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 posing. And then, you know, maybe we get the one. And it's just that's not good for your brain at that age. It's not. Like to worry about what everyone is going to think about, you and have to be in a perfect pose, wearing perfect clothes, with great lighting. Imagine being 15 and worrying about that. When I was 15, the only thing I was worried about was... I, I can't even imagine. It wasn't even close to that. I- in fifth,
1: At 15, first of all, I never, I mean, my dad was super strict, but we never, as girls, like, got to go just really hang out in Hyde Park. But I can't really discuss this matter because if you would have saw a picture of me from middle school, I was wearing a big-ass pair of chinkos, which are oversized jeans, Um, kind of like, you know, how bell bottoms were cool. Well, the opposite of those that wouldn't be cool. That's what Jinko's were. I can't wait for my daughter to see it. Like I wasn't even trying, but boys were not even like a thing. And like to sit there and take a picture of me, like I didn't, we didn't want to take pictures. We were like, mom, get out of here with the camera.
0: And now it's just over and over and they switch cell phones and they switch spots and they just go back and forth, back and forth and I just see all day long and then if you go on social media and you just do the hashtags that could possibly be, you know, Hype Park or whatever, um, you see like the finished product. <laughs> you see what they were doing for 35 minutes, 40 minutes in an hour and you're like, man, I just feel bad. Like that's not a cool way to grow up. Don't because
1: guess what? Who, guess whose fault that is? They don't have people in their lives to tell them. What are you doing, Susie? Let's go play tennis. Let's do be active. Let's go hang out. Like, either their parents or their friend group. I mean, it sucks, but that's the only way you're going to break the cycle with our own children. Like, I'm definitely getting my kids beepers. That's it, hands down. Like, I drive you everywhere. Who do you need to talk to? Me.
0: The problem is if, if you don't set the boundary with them and all their friends, then their friends are going to get a phone, and then they're just going to go to their friend's house, and they're all going to be in the same world. I feel like as parents, we have to, like – Join forces and and combine our efforts to break this chain, so to speak. Um, and a lot of it's on us. I mean, we're we're enabling that. You know, we're enabling. Right, so, if you
1: guys would like to sign up for our beeper coalition,
0: yes, I like. This. You can go
1: ahead and you can DM us, DM and us. we're all going to be parents that uh, have their kids have beepers. I'll bling them. Um, <laughs> I'll make them cool like the old Nokia phone. I have and, a cricket. Uh, I
0: can put their name on it. It'd be great.
1: Look, we. We'll make America cool again. Okay, <laughs> we'll make hats too.
0: I'm down. Um, and yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. I think maybe that needs to be like a sub sub That's a whole topic other we we talk about quite a bit we though because I think on. it's important. And I also think we need to figure out like you were talking before all this uh, a regular schedule. So.
1: Yes. If you
0: are listening, mom, (laughs) if you are listening, how often should we post? I I think bi-weekly could work. I think once this world chills out a little bit, but but this format works for me. If I could find one day where I can, I'm literally in a closet right now, um, where I can etch out about 40 minutes, um, this would work, especially if you're okay with what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I'm fine. And I'm going to take a poll on our social media because I know people want to see video. So even if we recorded, I mean, not today's because I look like a dumpster fire, but if we recorded this setup, I think people would enjoy this.
0: Okay. I think we... And we'll we'll
1: start posting our actual video recordings because you don't need effort. You guys just need to hear us. And unless you're deaf or deaf fans, I'll just start uh, typing because you can see. Yeah, I'm fucking smart.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Well... Carly, it's a pleasure. Um, I do look forward to the day where we can actually be in the same room. But for right now, this is via FaceTime. Uh, I hope you. Uh, I hope you continue this this stride you've been on. For a balance between parenthood and jobhood and workouthood, we'll call it. You're doing great. We love you. You're an amazing person. We miss your rants though. I gotta get you on some more rants next time. Um, I'm gonna be
1: all juiced up. I'm hyped up more in the morning, I think.
0: We can do that. If it's if it's like nine thirty, uh, I can maybe get our sitter to come early and then I can get this set up and we can do it then if that works.
1: Bazinga. All right, everybody have so much fun. We're gonna get on the schedule. Bam, done.
0: Go Bucks. Super Bowl, Those home sports. game, home team. Go right. sports. All right.